Hello, and welcome to another exciting and insightful episode of Creatives Chat. I'm Rusty. I'm Peter. And Peter, tell everyone who we have on our show this week. Ooh, Rusty, we have a powerhouse. He lived out a 30-year career as a fish biologist specializing in river restoration. But three years ago, he founded Zero Point Tai Chi, where he focuses on restorative practices for health and well-being through Tai Chi and Qigong and all the various energy principles in between that he's been practicing and teaching for over 25 years now. We have the one and only Jude of Zero Point Tai Chi. Well, I'm excited to have Jude on Creatives Chat. Everybody, our show begins now. Streaming from Retro Earth Studio and brought to you by WeAreHistorically.com Conscious Human Apparel and Learn to play jazz piano like a pro by a pro with Jazz Piano Pro Essentials at JazzPianoPro.com Everybody, Meet Jude. Oh, Jude, thank you so much for coming on Creative Chat. I'm incredibly excited to have you on. How are you doing this lovely day? Great, thanks, Peter. So yeah. just to start just to start off, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, Zero Point Tai Chi, and just really how you got into this whole avenue and exploration of internal energy. Thanks. Well, sitting here in summertime in the cottonwood grove and aspen trees in Montana is, is really special. I, I, feel, I feel great about being in nature, and I always have. And that's kind of the foundation of uh, this lifetime for me. And uh, when I was young, I was such a nature geek that uh, I even probably in ninth grade, I knew my career path was going to be something in natural resource management. And I was one of those kids who just got on the track and went right through all the all the gates to a career as a fish biologist and I grew up in upstate New York and and moved out to the west and loved being outside and I loved working outside and I got into river restoration and I did basically a 30 plus year career as a fish biologist and specializing in in fixing rivers and at the same time I got interested in qigong and tai chi uh in college and i was really blown away at a a physical ed class that i took of all things that was an introduction to uh tai chi and qigong and the instructor really had a mastery over his physical body that the rest of us at 18 19 years old didn't and it, it really caught my eye. And the exercise he did was he held his arms out to the side and he did it for like four minutes. And the rest of us strong young guys couldn't even hold our arms up for, you know, a minute. And I realized there was more to this than I had been shown. Mm. And I've been on this journey of learning 
more about what that means through practicing Tai Chi and Qigong and personal growth and uh, all sorts of other stuff, spiritual development. And uh, so I set out on this journey of learning Tai Chi and um, I started in 1990 learning a Tai Chi form and took a bunch of classes. And then I started teaching on my own because I moved to a small mountain town in Idaho that didn't have any Tai Chi instructors. <laughs> and so people were asking me to be the teacher. It was quite a it was quite a step out for me, but it was really good. And and then in 2000, I met my Tai Chi teacher, who uh, uh, Henry Wong, who lives in Canada. Mm. And he could do all the things that I read about in real time. And the first time I got exposed to a class, um, he came to the States and did a workshop in Boise, Idaho, which is close to where I was living at the time. And a friend of mine that was one of his students invited me. And I watched this guy at the end, after almost everybody left the workshop, play around with this little inner circle of mm -hmm. students. And, and he had this big 250 pound guy grab his pinkies kind of like this and he just without moving much just blew this guy across the room with his chi power wow. and i thought no way i <laughs> witnessed you know yeah it was it was quite profound and i knew intuitively i got to study with this guy because my previous instructors were were really interesting and and nice people and they understood some stuff but i knew that this was more of what i wanted to understand and it was the internal arts and mm -hmm. so i've been on this thing of healing nature through my biology work and then healing myself through nature and understanding the Tao and how tai chi and qigong are tools to bring us the opportunity to do all sorts of spiritual growth, personal growth, health and wellness, uh, vitality, yeah. longevity, all those things. And they really fit well together. You right. know, I've been around a, a lot of people that practice Tai Chi and not there's not many who have this really ingrained um, connection to nature. I mean, mm. when I, when I, my daughter teases me, she calls me kind of the, the nature geek, you know, because I, <laughs> I just merge with nature. And so Tai Chi and Qigong are real natural, you know, connection for me. And I just yeah. love practicing oh that's so powerful though in terms of just the the true fulfillment of what i see these ancient practices are and it really is expressing so much of what goes on in the quantifiable observable physical world on that intangible level first because it's always the energy first that then ripples and manifests into like what we see as the the dense the 3d and i'm just curious it's like that experience of seeing a master blow someone away with just their energy like 
what did it evoke in you? Were you more sensitive to energy in that situation? Were you just like things just clicking and just resonated with you deeply? Like how was that experience of just like those initial first teachings and instructions from Master Wong? Yeah, great question. Um, I was sensitive enough that I could feel the energy. And so mm -hmm. it, within a, a month, I went to a week-long retreat in on Vancouver Island in Canada. And I got immersed in this little world of... <laughs> Uh, there's like 30 people at this workshop, you know, it's not really big. It's very family oriented. So I related to that. And, you know, there's probably like 15 senior students there that were on the path to understand the stuff that were very much further down the road than I was. And I started working with all these different people and they were awakening me to what the classics talk about this internal power that mm -hmm. I really had not discovered before that it didn't matter how many books I read or, you know, it just wasn't, it's not something that you can really convey in language. You have to feel it too. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and so almost right away, I could feel what they were talking about. And I, it, it just clicked like, Oh my gosh, this, heck. and I'm an intuitive and a sensitive person. And so, you know, I probably was predisposed to get it quickly because I've, I've trained, I've, you know, I've had a lot of people that have worked with me and there's not a lot of people that get it quickly. There's, there's all, we could talk about that, about, you know, kind of this, um, this tension overlay that keeps us from feeling this stuff. But um, in my case, I started to understand this feeling mm -hmm. right away. And I could start to do some of those movements and, and have that chi power feeling. And so a few of us would get together uh, during the year and practice together. And then we would go back to this week long retreat. And I did some private sessions with master Wong and, um, I really was diligent to understand this more because I felt like it was a really important thing for me to learn. Mm. And so 20 years later, here we are <laughs> 21 years later. And, um, I'm, I'm discovering these, you know, these, I, I, it's like I go through a new doorway every year and I mm. understand it at a deeper level. And one thing that I really like is to teach it. Yeah. And this is one thing that I have observed with this group is everybody has their own take on this chi power. And it's actually really difficult to teach. Hmm. And this has been one of my main things that I've emphasized is to share it and to take the, because my, my teacher doesn't have a mastery of the English language. And yeah. so he doesn't, it's really, he uses words, but the words don't mean anything if you don't know how they 
feel, you know, and so I've been on this path of discovering how to take the person who doesn't know much about this at all. And in one minute, have them get in the zero point field and feel this chi power. And I'm impressed at how successful I've been at doing that. And then um, it's kind of like uh, we take one of my students, Johnny, who I think you guys are acquainted with. And, and I saw him in the park and I saw him practicing. And I thought, no, this guy is into it enough that I, I feel really pulled to help him. And I went and said, introduced myself and I said, you know, you're practicing Qigong and have you thought about, you know, increasing your connection so you have more Qi power? And he says, yeah. And I said, well, can I show you something? And he said, yeah. And, you know, two minutes later, he's got this big smile on his face and an aha in his head. He's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that that was available to me, you know? And I thought, yeah, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, you know, and he goes, well, can you teach me? <laughs> I thought that was really fun. And so, you know, there's one guy that we've been on this almost three year journey together where he he just keeps discovering things. And I keep yeah. practicing my ability to to instruct people um, not to learn a technique or whether they look pretty or they, you know, they have somebody saying, Oh, you're doing great. You know, you're really getting this. You could write a book now. It's all about the internal feeling. And if mm. they have the true grounded connection and if they're able to have more mastery over their energetic and internal system, that's that's really what I focus on. Ooh, and that's powerful. And for the listeners that aren't quite aware, it's uh, that's Jonathan White of Sexual Kung Fu, and you know he's going to be on a future show. So I think it's one of the things here to really address first is your definition of the zero point field. I think one thing that always fascinates me with anyone that I've gotten a chance and fortunate enough to tap in with, you know, the, of this healer class, this self mastery type of individual is we all have our own different perspective of the same stillness, the calmness, the pureness, the connection is. So in terms of the zero point field, when did you first kind of recognize, oh, this is it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the zero point field concept comes, there's a number of teachers that, metaphysical teachers that use this. One of them is my wife. Asia. And we talk about metaphysical consciousness almost 24 seven. You know? I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. And she's a, she is a master being really. And so we talk about the zero point field a lot. And, um, so I could have called my Tai Chi, you know, butterfly Tai Chi or you know, <laughs> Aspen tree Tai Chi. And I thought, no, you know, none of that really. It's got to be more metaphysical. It's got to be this consciousness behind it. And so yeah. 
really the zero point field is just what you guys are incorporating in your broadcast in the beginning is to take that breath and connect with the all that is. And when you go in, that's why zero is the amazing number, right? So there's the, the linear positive integers and there's the linear negative integers and there's zero in the middle. Yeah. And when you come into that spot, you're just connecting with source. And that's when it all just gets soft and relaxed. And you're balancing the masculine and feminine, just like the Tai Chi symbol shows. Yeah. And you get <clears throat> naturally quiet and your mind softens and you connect with your heart center mm. and all of a sudden your energy system becomes active and alive because normal 3d humans walk around and they're they don't even most of us don't even know that we have an energy field because <laughs> we're our consciousness tells us that we're just our body and our mind you know yeah and our energy field is still there, but it's really close to our skin. If you had the, if you, I, I like to say this, I'm going to put my multidimensional glasses on, you know, kind of like polarized sunglasses oh, yeah. for, for the people that are colorblind and they put the glasses on, they could see color for the first time. And oh, yeah. so when you get into the zero point field, the, your energy your your globe shape starts to expand off of your body your physical body because your physical body is contained in the energetic field that is your consciousness it's not the other way around most people think like oh i have my physical body and my energy is in it and it's then it's the other way around and so the more that we have mastery over our energy field and our energy body the more mastery we have over our physical body and our emotional body and our mental body. And so with practices like meditation and, and Tai Chi and Qigong and, and others, you know, you can do it through riding your bicycle. If you have the consciousness, yeah. you could do it through yoga, but often yoga today's Hatha yoga that's taught in, in, in the States really emphasizes the physical body yeah it's it's just kind of like a slow workout to, for the physical body and there are some teachers who incorporate prana or chi power in it but i've and i've done lots of yoga i, I like doing it it's good for my physical body and i've met a lot of teachers and there's not many who are really bringing this uh prana chi consciousness to it yeah true. this the, the same thing i'll just say this the same thing with tai chi and qigong teachers i've been around a lot of them and because i started a, my teaching online a couple mm -hmm. of years ago i got i started to research who's teaching online and i commend anybody who teaches especially teaching online because it is challenging. Yeah. And at the same time, this, 
art of teaching zero point field consciousness in with the activity, I find very rare. Mm. And it, and most people don't even know that it's there to then learn it. It's just really, it's kind of plug and play. In other words, we're so physically oriented and mentally oriented, just like yoga took off for the physical benefit, Tai Chi and Qigong often, and we could talk about this in a little more detail, Tai Chi and Qigong have taken off in a physical way. And um, I don't want to teach that. I, I teach what I teach incorporates things that keep our body strong and flexible. And, but at the core of it is we'll come back to that concept of the zero point field. I, I want to help people get into that space where true joy and calm wellness is not just felt, but it's like it permeates you. Yes, so when you're done yeah. with an hour of class, <laughs> you know, you just like you don't even want to talk. You just like, oh yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That that radiating warmth and love and light. And it's really interesting because it's the it's like the intimacy with the now. And it's just this letting go and surrender of all the kind of temporary attachments, distractions, where you're fully living like we did when we were kids again, you know, just that complete enamor and immersion with the experience we call as life, living in the eternal now. And that's one of the reasons why you really caught my eye, because, you know, I'm, I consider myself more of a self-taught um, Qigong practitioner. I'm reading through and I still go through the books of um, Dr. Yang Zhuing Ming. And like the, like the root of Chinese Qigong and that kind of series. And I think the one thing that always gets me when I hear your different types of online instruction is just the, the knowing that your words are carrying weight, because when you speak them, it's just like, yeah, I know how to relax. I know like the, the, the effort drops and it becomes this effortless expression of being and that's what i'm just like oh yeah this person's tapped in like i can feel it i can feel their words i can feel the energy shift and that's just them speaking and doing it themselves so this is one of the reasons why i always tell people it's like you guys got to check out jude like yeah like to listeners you have to check them out because there's just so many simple practices of just your own energy working your own energy manipulation just really just these basic practices and stances that can bring you to that full point of harmony within yourself. And that's the stuff that's fascinating to me. And in your terms, how did you learn to really like fully relax? I think that's one of the biggest things Like you know, we have a lot of these tensions that in this world of instant gratification and always doing things like, how do you instruct? How did you learn firsthand? Like what true relaxation is both the inner and the outer? That's a great question, and it's a core aspect of all this. And what I've, I love getting people for the first time in a class because I have now, I now have the ability to read someone's energy field by looking at their body and their shape. And I could see their tension and I could see, actually, I could see some of their emotional trauma too. Wow. And um, 
and that just kind of came organically. It's not something I studied or it's just kind of evolving. But one thing that's really cool is the the level of people's shoulders, you know, <laughs> and they'll, they'll come into class like this. And, and I, my heart goes out in a compassionate way, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of an analytical guy and I can be in my head. So Tai Chi and Qigong has, have really helped buffer that for me. So then I'll say, okay, everybody take a breath and relax your shoulders. And they go, ah. and, and I'll say, okay. If, when I do in-person class, I could, I could walk around, you know, and I'll touch people on the shoulder. And most people, I could say, relax, 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 relax. And they'll start to drop their shoulders. And they'll, they'll often get at least part way. And they'll take a breath and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I had no idea that I was carrying around that much tension. Wow. And most of us don't. I and mean, over yeah. some, you know, a lot of it's over decades, right? And... <clears throat> This is where the practice comes in. Yeah. It and it's twofold. So the practice and a consciousness behind it. So you could practice all you want, but if you immerse yourself back in a life of high stress and fear, yeah. It's like, oh crap, you know, I got all the this is where it comes into the spiritual study and the personal growth stuff is. Tai Chi and Qigong are a tool for mm-hmm. this bigger thing, in my opinion. And it's starting to go through these programs of like, oh, am I going to get a good grade? And that carries into adulthood. Like, is my boss going to like me? Is this going to be a good business decision? You know, in the online business world, are we going to be popular enough to be successful? And we don't realize we're carrying around all this stuff. And so to, to have that practice, but with the, the consciousness that we're safe yeah. and we're nurtured. And, and I incorporate this into my instruction all the time. So, so love, support, nurturing. So when we do... I wanted to share this with you guys. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go into it briefly if you don't mind. So yeah. one, one, one thing that Qigong instruction has is to have health and wellness through the organ systems in the body. Yeah. So this is popular and, and getting to be common knowledge from traditional Chinese medicine, you know, the, heart and liver system and kidney system, etc. And so when you incorporate traditional Chinese medicine, Qigong is one of the three legs. There's herbal supplements and treatments, there's acupuncture and there's Qigong. And so if I'm a physician and I say, you know, you're out of balance and we're going to give you some herbs and we're going to do some acupuncture and I'm going to give you homework. You're going to go home and do a Qigong exercise and you're going to stand up and you're going to lift your arms over your head and you're going to breathe and you're going to bring your hands down. And this 
will help rebalance your energy system that's out of balance. And you think like, oh, cool, I can do that. And so the person goes home and they stand up and they're like, la, 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 waving their arms around, right? And there's no connection. And the whole benefit of it is the chi connection. And so Mm. the instruction could be, and I'm sure physicians do this, is connect to the zero point field starting with the breath. Feel the energy field. Then from a place of groundedness, just like in my YouTube videos that are there to watch those, you know, five minute do this. And, but it's how you do it. I know you can stand there, wave your arms around, but can you really find that place where when you're done, you take that breath, like we were talking about Peter and you go, Oh yeah. I feel better. Yeah. That's the ticket. Ooh. And it's a powerful one because again, it comes back to that consciousness knowing where I always like to have a to akin it to, you know, you're cooking in a kitchen for so long, but you've never really tasted the ingredients. The moment you experience that effortlessness, you finally are like, that's what I've been making this whole time. And you know, even you just doing like the demonstration of the movements when you were kind of just pantomiming it like what normal people would do to even how you transition to it with a conscious focus you could see the subtle relaxation throughout the body and to me that just like sparked it's the finesse of like a piano player right like in order for a pianist to make all the different you know formations of their hand and go with like the speed and the tempos they have to be incredibly relaxed yet we don't apply that same type of focus with life and it's just one of those things that blows my mind. And that's where I see is like the importance of Tai Chi and Qigong is that it it allows you to dance this expression of life with the, the ease and the tensionless state. So you can actually be adaptable, sensitive and open enough to like take in what life is trying to provide you feedback wise. So it's, it's so fascinating to hear you express it. I love it. <laughs> cool. Cool. I think that's very well observed. And, and one thing that um, I'd like to share, too, is the different ways that people practice Tai Chi. And I, my teacher really likes to watch other people practice Tai Chi. Mm. And when he does that, he's looking for their Field. He could read their energy field by watching them move to see how connected they are. Yeah. And he, get, he taught me how to do that in part. And what I, I like to do that too. And so if you see somebody, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll show you, if you see somebody doing a Tai Chi form, like the Olympic competition form, they're, they're moving their arm around. And it looks really pretty and there's very young, fit, acrobatic people. And um, it's different than if it's connected to one center. And so as I've learned how to move my body, when I do that activity, I know now that there's no sense in me learning how to move in a part or separate. Because where the cheap 
you, you can get benefit from practicing Tai Chi in a strictly physical sense. Uh, you know, I would guess it's like 2% of the value. And yeah. so, you know, of course, my, my mind goes, well, shit, I want the 98%. And so I, I'm learning how to connect with my center. And so now with, you know, probably the last five years have been really intense for me to learn how to move. I don't move until I move my center and then mm -hmm. the external hand moves. And my teacher said this 20 some years ago, but I couldn't quite get it for about 10 years. And now I practice and everything is connected. Yeah. And it doesn't look as pretty, but inside it's powerful. And then I bring it back to the metaphysical concept is if we're in separateness consciousness, we're off the mark as a human being. Yeah. So if one could come more into oneness through understanding ourselves and others to have compassion, to look at the world as a reflection of ourselves, we're connected more. And so all this stuff of Tai Chi and Qigong is like a microcosm of the macrocosm. And when we, we just love it when the world is expressing love and connection. And so I thought, well, crap, I want my practice to be the same thing. I don't want my practice to be more separateness consciousness. I want my yeah. practice to be unity consciousness. Well, it comes through though. It comes through though. And it, like, I think that's the thing that's so powerful about your teaching and instruction is that that's how you can tell and pick up in the heart that it's coming from that place of knowing and sincerity where it's like, yes, this is a person that's tapped in. And I love the way you put it, the internal concept, you know, the as above, so below the interconnectedness aspect of it, because if you look at every great martial artist, you know, I think a lot of people obviously notable, notably Bruce Lee, um, but there's also another martial artist who's been speaking on a very similar point to yourself. Um, he's from Korea. I think his name is DKU. And he has pretty much, you know, he was meditating, trying to figure out like, well, why was Bruce Lee so strong, all these other things. And he started going into all the different various, you know, like um, Qigong, Tai Chi, all the different martial arts and things of internalized energy power. Really, how, how does one amplify their physical body and he came to the same same expression almost verbatim as you where it was the uh it's the internal recognition first it starts from the center point and from the center then everything is fluid so he always teaches people how to throw their punches by you know move your torso first get that axial rotation in the spine and just watch what the body naturally does so he starts increasing the speed and you can see the arms start to whip out like whips and he's not doing anything in the and they're ferocious punches and then he starts actually adding the technique to it and you can see him attain that like bruce lee level like speed so what you're saying right now i just hope the listeners understand like take notes you know this is a <laughs> this is a discourse because those are those are incredibly important deep conceptual tools that when you start to work from that as your starting point versus the end you know final product is just the movement it makes so much more sense when you're actually doing the form it's it's fascinating like instantly i just 
I just have like five corrections I can make to my own practice. Good, good deal, <laughs> good deal. And it doesn't stop either. It's, it's, I, um, two months ago, I went through a new door. I have, Ooh. I have instruction that comes to me intuitively mm. many times. And it's like, I, I just went into a new, you know, kind of like PhD program to <laughs> that I didn't, I didn't recognize before. And it filled in these gaps about where my energy shape was not completely full. Mm. And the instruction said, do this. And as soon as I did it, it was like, you know, another massive epiphany, like, oh my gosh, that's what that's all about. I get it now, you know? And then, you know, the the kind of proverbial chuckle in, in the back of my intuitive mind comes in. They're like, okay, now practice, because it's not just one thing to realize that you, you actually have to live it and grow it yourself. And I thought, mm -hmm, okay, I got my homework. I love that. I love that. And I just want to say something, you know, you're... I haven't really heard many people talk on the importance of the heart center in relation to really anything and everything in life. But that was one of the things that really chimed in. It was a while back. I remember hearing you say this. Um, and it was the importance of opening up the heart in your practice. And it's not just like the radiating front, but it was the, the less talked about back channel into the heart. And for me as, you know, fitness and wellness instructor, I've always found that a lot of those insecurities, the self-doubt, the fears, a lot of those manifestations always translate to posture. You know, the people that haven't opened up the back of the heart tend to always really kind of protect the front of the heart and really just stand off in the corner and just kind of do their own thing. So I'm just curious, like, how did you start to incorporate the, the various centers, especially the heart in your practice? That's a great question. I'm, I'm so glad to hear you talk about that. Um, uh, I guess, you know, merging metaphysical instruction and a path of learning with spiritual path and this concept of unity consciousness and, and um, incorporating more of a wholeness to who we are um, brought me to understand the chakra systems in more depth. And some of this is intuitive instruction that I get. Some of it is some things that I learned from other people. But one thing that I became aware of is, you know, um, I've gotten shown to do different clearing techniques the microcosmic orbit meditation is one mm -hmm. and and chakra breathing and clearing is another one and the complexities of the chakra system and the energy system are really i, I think we're just beginning to understand them and so um, me, like most people, start that technique and you think like, okay, we're going to start the root chakra and we're going to take three nice deep breaths and we're going to imagine the color red and we're going to clear it. But, but already you can see the mental, uh, the mental body is occupying 90 some percent of that activity yeah. because the person has no choice but to think about it, right? 
They're mm-hmm. like, okay, am I breathing correctly? Oh, I got to think about the color red. And, and it takes away from the zero point field connection where it doesn't matter what you're thinking about. You just naturally connect with that chakra center, you know? Yeah. And so then you learn that the chakras go beyond the body into the earth and up above the body. And then there's a back to the front. And so we come back to the, the yin yang symbol, right? And like, Oh yeah, of course there's a divine feminine dark on the bottom. That's the foundation and the white masculine yang activates and supports the creation of the dark and so all these things start to come together right all these different philosophies after a while start to merge and what i noticed is when when we're so front oriented as human beings we forget about our back and Mm. and what i I, what i also do like in my one-on-one sessions I'll, i'll often do healing aspects yeah. for the person too and i could read where the imbalance is and, and figure out how to help rebalance and so a lot of times people will have their backside shut down and their energy field will be full in the front and collapsed in the back and i've come to the conclusion mm-hmm. peter that because we believe we live in an unsafe reality and this is expressed in lots of ways people feel like they don't have enough money people feel like they don't have fulfilling relationships there's all this like we're just a bunch of scared beings in some ways you know and it takes lots of self-mastery to overcome it yeah and so what i've done is to ask people to in a relaxed way pump up the back of the heart chakra to fill the whole back it's like a vector to fill all of the chakras mm. and you get more of that full globe shape yeah and this relates to tai chi and the push hands concept that my teacher teaches called search center which has nothing to do it's like energy push hands so you don't do any physical pushing it's all about do you have mastery over your energy field? And then you can have a partner and you could play with each other's energy fields and give feedback on where a person is lacking in their development. And then the person can be aware of it and then increase, you know, it's like a, a little check-in for your activities. And so I've really tried to help people fill in their backside But what I found was that it's really difficult until I started to ask people to feel like they're protected and secure and loved and nurtured and supported. And I've watched people where I could walk them through, and it doesn't have to be me, and anything, do it yourself. You walk yourself through this feeling of being in this protective bubble or whatever works for you. And then it's like you can let go and relax and be like, oh, I'm safe. 
I can, I can let that. It's like our cats, you know, when they don't feel safe, they get prickly. Right. And they pull themselves in. Yeah. <laughs> when they feel safe, they're like, wow, you know, they, they're just relaxed and athletic and everything's great. And so, yes, I found that, um, my instructing people and participating and partnering with people because that's how i feel my instruction is i feel like we're all colleagues and we're just learning together true that really rounded their energy field out and it helped make them feel better It, it helped heal them whatever you want to call it and at the end of the session they're like i don't know what happened but i feel good so even that right there, though, um, getting into this healing component, that right there is just another testament of even more just weight and credibility in the sense of using Qigong and Tai Chi as the healing tool it is and really allowing people to understand that kind of that mind, emotion, body connection with their own energy system. That's, that's fascinating as you unfold that. Yeah, I'm just curious, like how how fun has that been to kind of explore and see the cause and effects, the the real blockages that some people have and you know the different connections that they have within the body. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. Um a couple examples. So this one person I worked with, you know, they had their shoulders up like this and they, they did some sessions with me. And by, by the end, they, they really were able to bring the shoulders down and hold themselves more full, you know? And they said that it, it affected the rest of their life. They, they just had a little bit better mastery over themselves they were able to deal with life a little bit easier and and you can imagine you know if we walk around all tense and um we just know that that's not a good way to function right yeah and um another example is i was working with this person and i could i could sense that they have this blockage in their lower back and that's pretty common, you know, mm. and oftentimes are when we don't feel supported or accepted, we have a, we hold that energy in a stuck way in our lower back. Mm. And, um, this is often why I think people get herniated discs and they have lower back pain and stuff like that yeah so Mm -hmm. that's just a manifestation of an imbalance right Mm. and so i was working with this person i could they wanted to do more energy flow and i could see they were bottlenecked in that spot so i said okay let's tune in here so i could read their field and i could feel that they were not accepted by their parents for who they are and wanted to be it's kind of like well if you're if you become a doctor i'll love and accept you and if you don't 
then uh, you know you're no child of mine. You know we've we've seen lots of examples like that, and so it can be very subtle. But this person took on this conditioning that their parents gave them yeah. and instilled upon them, and it was keeping them from being able to be their full, well, and whole self. So we, we did some exercises to clear that. And I'm not an expert at that. Some people are just brilliant at clearing those types of situations, but the stars aligned in this case, and I was able to work with this person and, and I could see after we did this, we, we were doing Tai Chi and Qigong lessons, but we kind of put the pause on it. We spent 10 minutes on this. We came back and right away their, their energy field was way more full. They had wow. this like release and clearing and, and then progressively they've been able to, um, their practice has really improved because of it. Yeah. They, they were able to, you know, really fill the space, get into the zero point, um, uh, move into their heart center a little bit more quickly. And, and I thought, well, crap, let's do that every <laughs> time. You know, that's awesome. That's so fascinating. And just to see the immediate kind of effect of such a transition and such a just subtle tweak. I think that's the stuff that's the most fascinating to me is it really is the importance of the internal space before anything physical manifests. And I guess that's where I'm, I find myself somewhat fortunate in this, uh, in my Qigong um, internal energy path, because I came about it after I'd already had a lot of the, the practice and the mastering of the internalized stillness and relaxation. And I can't even imagine coming from the other space where it's like really turning off the mind and then getting to that, because I feel like that's so hard <laughs> if, you're, if you're stuck in the rat race of the mind to fully just be here in the now. That's an interesting one. So how do you have to combat with that as like a teacher and instructor where you can just see people are just internally, just they're all in their head, just operating. How do you get them to kind of turn it down, turn it off, relax? <laughs> yeah, that, that's really the art of the instruction, I think. Yeah. You know, I, I often... I often help people understand the different styles of teaching, mm. you know, and, and one of them is um, having this amazing Asian person try to teach Westerners <laughs> and they don't have you, this, this happens, you know, your, your teacher can't speak English and so you just follow along as best you can. And hopefully in 20 years, you'll learn something, you know, <laughs> and, and then there's the, um, the instruction that's basically just physical and doesn't have these things incorporated in. And you could follow along and learn something, you know, but if you're really this adept looking for, this higher dimensional aspect of these practices. So you, you know, you have to do quite a bit of self-study and to find an instructor that can help you is a real bonus, you know? Yeah. And what I've, what I've found is that if I could 
if I could walk people through these principles of releasing tension and breathing and focusing on something besides their monkey mind, then they organically start to come into the zero point field. And I find that it, There, it's a rare person that just gets it. Mm. Uh, it takes practice and it takes repetition to really get it. But with the right instruction, I found that um, people can do it well. And then it becomes more natural. And mm. part, part of my instruction is, well, you know, I, I like to coin this phrase of who cares, you know, you're la 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 tai chi, who cares, you know, how, how do you wash the dishes? Do you do it like crap? I got to get done and no one appreciates me. And, and, and where's your consciousness in this everyday thing? You know, what, what happens when you walk? Are you really relaxed? Are you using it as an opportunity to release the tension that we all have? You know, what happens in traffic? Are you just cursing everybody and holding on to the wheel? And, and damn it, the radio's not playing the songs that I like today. And so my point is, is that it, it, it is this more holistic way. That's how I look at it. This holistic life path. Yeah. of how to use Tai Chi and Qigong are, as tools. But the ultimate goal is to live this more full, connected life with that love and feeling of support because the support feeling comes from within. You yes. don't need the external world to be like, well, well, crap, nobody got me a birthday card that I like this year. You know, well... That external world after a while starts to just not mean as much and hopefully gets to the point where it doesn't mean much at all inside. And so the breath and the Tai Chi, Qigong, the yoga, the standing meditation, Mm. the just sitting and not doing less, but being softer, listening to the birds singing i mean really just like like alan watts has a meditation on youtube and he starts off by saying just you don't you don't have to meditate just sit down and listen and all of a sudden you go oh and then he says and then you can breathe and it's almost (laughs) like tricking the mind to letting go you know tricking the ego to feeling safe and being to let go and and what's cool about tai chi and qigong is that you could do all that and you get a healthy physical body and you can start to play around with this chi power and do some self-healing and wellness and if you get into a group that does it you can play around with you know, your mastery of energy. And so it's, that's got some gravy to it too, you might say. I love that. It's definitely got the gravy. I love it. And and that's something that's always so, 
it's really inspiring and it's also incredibly validating when I find people talking about their journey and their perspective of this intangible side of life, because it's kind of what you said earlier, like Western medicine's catching up, you know, and there's going to be that point where I hope in the future, and I see it traveling that way where it's, you know, we finally have that union of spirit and matter again, where we start to understand that these physical ailments of, you know, certain organ damage is done on this energetic level first, that you have so much tension, there's blockages and, the the holistic approach to your teaching method, I love it. I, I'm absolutely floored by it. I, I just can't get enough of it because it's that sense of it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter what you do outside of this practice if you're not carrying it with you all the time. And that's always the points of these deeper philosophical truths that everyone just kind of wants to memory hole and put in their pocket and be like, oh, only when I'm stressed or sad do I want to use these things. But it's like no, like it's meant to bring you into this point of stillness and just pure love of life. And it's been amazing tapping in with you and just getting to understand just a little bit of behind the zero point Tai Chi. And like, we, we just skimmed the surface. So we definitely have to have you back on. Um, Cause there's so much more, like it just, it just unraveled. And as this, you know, spiritual path goes, it just unfolded a new realm of questions and introspections for you. But are there any uh, last words you have for our listeners, you know, in terms of anything that you just really want to, any words for humanity, any words for, that are just coming to you in the moment? Um, love yourself and breathe. Ooh. Just sit and listen to the birds and breathe. Do, do less. <laughs> do less. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I love That's that. Here. Thank you. I, I love it. I love it because from that doing less, we're allowed to be more. And it's that being, oh, I resonate with those words so deeply, Jude. And um, and with that, listeners, we just want to thank thank you so much again for listening and stay tuned for the after show. Jude, I'm gonna have you stay put. Other than that, roll the outro. And that concludes this episode of Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching. Join us every Thursday at 3.33 p.m. Pacific Daily Time as creative minds get together and chat about who knows what. View more episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks again to our sponsors for making this show possible. Thank you, We Are Storically, for your conscious human apparel. Shop online at wearehistorically.com. Hi, I'm Darius Wilrich. I'll teach you everything you need to know about playing jazz piano like a pro with my 12-week online video course and downloadable guidebook, Jazz Piano Pro Essentials. Enroll today at jazzpianopro.com. Thank you for joining us. Have a happy always. So I'm just curious in terms of your camera, it's when you cut away, you're doing the push and pull. So is that when you're with the other student and you're doing like the, like the hand work to and from each other? Like you're standing across and doing times of pop, like almost palm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really cool is when you could um, partner with somebody to, to um, hold their hands and you can feel their, their chi energy. Yeah. And then like, you you could talk them into understanding what it's doing most people can awaken to that it's there yeah and then the the next step is to understand that you have mastery over it 
Mm. You can make it bigger, you can make it smaller, you could pull energy into yourself, you can expand out, you can expand in different places. And so that that that's really that that's what I love to teach. That's the advanced stuff, you know. And um, there's a whole universe in there to mastering your your chi power. I love it. I love it.